Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're really glad you could join us. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment. And we do have a special guest for you, Steve Coyle. And we're going to talk about China. And he and I have talked about China a lot, Steve, a lot, much longer than I have, we're going back decades. And there is a definitive Chinese threat. And we're going to actually have Steve uh, tell us about the state of affairs between China and the U.S. A lot of people are totally unaware of what's going on, and we're going to hit that as well. But before we join Steve, let me just say this. Food shortages are already showing up, folks. My ma- I, my, my, my wife and uh, my sister both have stories now in the last 24 hours about limitations on meat purchases, food inflation, uh, fast food chains can't get meat in some areas. So it's here. And I'm telling you, food acquisition needs to be a daily part of your life. That's where we can help you. Preparewithdave.com is where you want to go for restaurant quality food, 25-year 20, 20, shelf life. It's a, a fantastic product, and they've cut the delivery times down by a third now because we got overwhelmed with the rush on the coronavirus situation. But, uh, folks, let me tell you, I, I can't tell you anymore that six months is enough or a year is enough or two years is enough. I think you need to get as much as you can for as long as you can because I believe food's going to be used as a weapon. We're going to be asking Steve about that as well, too. So go to preparewithdave.com. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, Gen 6 conference tonight with Steve uh, in terms of how that went. Now, I've got to review a good number of the conferences. I've written a few reviews on them, and they were fantastic. The only regret I have is not being there in person to interact with the people, but people really like the uh, the video on demand, and we're going to tell you how you can take advantage of that as well. Steve, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. I'm sure you're breathing a deep sigh of relief now that you got through that uh, monumental production. Well, thank you, Dave, and it was monumental. And as you know, from last year, immediately upon starting last year's Branson, meaning 2019, we had a power outage. Well, starting this year's Branson, we came under one of the most sophisticated denial of service attacks that all my guys in multiple countries said they've never seen anything like it. And guess who was at the head of it? China, mm-hmm. and then followed by the intelligence agencies. So all of the report, the reports I've gotten is they thought it was fantastic. The Vimeo on demand is critical because it enables people to go back and listen and carefully take notes and put it all in, into perspective. And as you know, we're seeing the headlines now of catastrophes, cataclysms. We're seeing record biblical hail on the way. We're seeing the locusts. We're seeing darkness in China where it literally turned dark, not sandy dark, not even, you know, uh, insect dark. I'm talking dark, dark, pitch dark during the middle of the day. So in my opinion, and I think it's the opinion of a lot of people, we're a lot farther along in the uh, danger to the United States of America. You've been sounding the alarm over the invasion from our southern border and also our northern border. Uh, I think that it's going to be critical that people understand just how dangerous it is. And I want to make this statement. Ladies and gentlemen, with the mainstream press and their their uh, newspaper lackeys admit it or not, they have been in consort with the communist Chinese to overthrow this nation. We have seen all of the realms of uh, intelligence gathering and law enforcement from the federal levels down being compromised. And I want to just, if I may, Dave, go through the basic plan of what China's up to. And, and I'm going to share this with people that 
this is in, in the, they're following in the Japanese footsteps. Now, as we go on the air today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got India and China getting ready to go at it. China is basically, incur, it's making an incursion hundreds of miles into uh, Indian territory. The situation is India has never stated otherwise that if they feel threatened by China, they will resort to nuclear weapons first. I don't think people recognize, Dave, and over the years we've talked about it, but Pakistan will join with China yes. against India. And then we've got Japan uh, fielding some of the most sophisticated underwater warfare vehicles, including submarines that are quieter than anybody else's on the planet due to their amazing battery technology. And also they have uh, underwater missile platforms that you'd think is something out of science fiction. So while we've got that going on, we have the uh, planes, the U.S. military planes being rerouted from Guam. And I'm going to run through with your permission, then I'll turn it right over to you and we can talk about it because I think it's important that we're watching this take place. The Chinese are following the footsteps of Japan by wiping out the USA's ability to defend an attack in the far western Pacific. And let me just run through a couple things okay. and talk about it. Number one, they're disabling Guam. We moved all of our uh, aircraft because they were within striking distance of Guam, our B-2 bombers and a lot of our B-1s. A lot of the heaviest firepower we own in the U.S. military was stationed on Guam. They want to disable Diego Garcia, which is going to be harder for them to do. And they want, and this is what Japan's worried about, they will attack Okinawa and the other places in Japan. And concurrently, they want to disable the U.S. bases in South Korea. The question is, will they use Kim Jong-un to do that? And Kim Jong-un is nobody's fool. I think people underestimate him. He's, uh, in the last week, announced that they're ready to, ready for this, introduce their first ballistic missile submarine. And also, he has hypersonic missiles. It seems like the only people that didn't realize the necessity for hypersonic missiles under the Obama that made desolate our country, the Obama nation, that made us desolate is the fact that everybody proceeded to develop some of the state-of-the-art weaponry, including Russia, China, North Korea, and we basically focused on an out-of-control budget on the F-35s, and I think the bottom line is, is that now that China sees that their bio-attack on the United States, I'm on record, you know this from the first day, I never claimed it was anything but a bio-attack, that they now have us where they want us. We've got four aircraft carriers that aren't, uh, uh, let's say, in the theater right now that cannot be used against them. So they're going to take advantage of this. And I think, too, that if everybody remembers Pearl Harbor, but I want to draw everyone's attention to Hawaii and the Barking Sands base there on, on the Big Island. By the way, that's where Edward Snowden was stationed with the NSA. And uh, Kauai, an interesting story, Dave, a number of years ago, probably, I don't know, close to 10 years ago, I was photographing Kauai and the Nepali coast. And while I was in the helicopter, the pilot said, well, that's really strange. And I said, what? We were flying over the um, early warning radar systems, not the stuff in the domes, but the literally over the horizon radar. And it turned on, he said, Steve, I haven't seen that for years. Interestingly enough, three days later, I was out on a uh, life, uh, not a life raft, but a Zodiac boat, like the Cousteaus were always featured on television scene, and we were off the coast, literally of Nepali. We were right on the end of the runway, Dave, no, long, no more than 50 yards away, and in came a, a, a sub-hunter aircraft, 
and it was so low that I'm promising you that with the wheels, I was surprised that, you know, we didn't all have to duck. That's how low it was. And one of the ladies on the boat with us, we'd gone out to, you know, the, that end of the island to, uh, or the side of the island to go snorkeling and see sea turtles and dolphins and stuff. And the deal is, as she piped up and she said, well, that's really strange. What does that mean? And I just shot out with my mouth uh, to the chagrin of a lot of people. I said, well, that's just simply, uh, you know, the U.S. military hunting Chinese subs off of Kuwaiti. In the last 48 hours, I'm told that Kuwaiti is basically the uh, target area even before Pearl Harbor. And if people don't understand, they need to look up the Pacific Missile Firing Range, which controls all of the South Pacific, it controls all Southeast Asia, it controls our submarines, it controls our space-based weapons. So that's the, the first place that's gonna be taken out. Remember Dave Duke, when they had two supposedly false alarms in Kauai? Yes. Those were not false alarms. They had indication that there was, um, you know, an attack, potential attack due to the uh, all the protocols they have in place. That wasn't a test. That wasn't an accident. They really thought it was gonna go hot at that point. So now too, we've got Japan prepping rapidly to defend themselves and it's happening. South Korea is prepping as well because Kim Jong-un will likely hit both South Korea and China and the USA at the same time, wanting to prove that he's the big boy. And this is, he. listen, the, the talk I'm told from guys in this world, are they expect the US Americans to wimp out and not respond while he does a blitzkrieg attack on South Korea. And uh, all the other Asian countries are prepping all ships and planes for immediate takeoff with a two minute warning or so. So what I think people need to understand is this isn't quote, just posturing. It isn't just threatening. This is moving wartime assets into the theater. And you and others, uh, you know, I don't know that many others, but you and I and a few others have been warning China is making their move. And when you read the general's papers and you published a, uh, uh, an article, well, you published a bunch of them over the co last couple of years of the Chinese, they expect to destroy America. They are even on record as, I think his name is General Hashan, H-A-O-T-I-A-N, as saying, forget that, you know, we're just making the play publicly that we're going after Taiwan. America is a real target. Exactly. And Wee Fang, their defense minister, said the same thing. I wrote a five-part series about that last July, you know, nearly a year ago. And he said that the neighbors, you know, India and Vietnam and so forth, they can't provide the resource needs that China needs. Only the U.S. can. And they're not interested in cohabitation, co-occupation. They plan to wipe us out with a bioweapon, race-specific bioweapon intended mostly for white Europeans. Yep. And, you know, the, the, the deal is that we're, we're experiencing, by the way, let me just say this too. We I evidently been con hacked again on the Gen 6 conference. So, you know, somebody's really unhappy with that. And I think as I post more stories, I guess people can uh, uh, put two and two together. But I think right now we have to recognize that in war, the first casualty of any war is truth. And I tell people the quarantine that went into effect when the whole coronavirus and all its variant forms was basically that the truth was quarantined. The mainstream press has controlled the narrative. And I'm telling people, you heard Dave tell you, you need to get food. People think, Dave, that it's all hype. There's 
there is nothing in the pipeline. We're eating yesterday's harvest. We're eating yesterday's canned goods. We're uh, eating the animal protein from yesterday. And when the devils at the UN tell us, get ready to eat cockroach sandwiches, that's a nice way of telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that the elite CS is a bunch of cockroaches to be eradicated. You have to look at the imagery in order to understand the motive behind it. And I, I totally agree. And I like that phrase, we've quarantined the truth. That is exactly the case. And, you know, for the damage the coronavirus did, they, I, I got to hand it to the globalists. They did a really good job of taking something smaller and relatively insignificant and paralyzing our economy, paralyzing our military, and also, too, allowing China to move freely throughout, <clears throat> excuse me, throughout the rest of the world. Well, and I believe, too, that if God were to allow the handwriting on the wall to literally take place, Dave, and put up uh, Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, uh, and all of the other people, ship the New York Times and people that are literally, their debt is owned by the Chinese, Hollywood especially, uh, all the studios. The whole issue was if people understood that their country has been sold out from from beneath them and it's it's basically the full court press to take over and destroy everything that made this country great i think they would get a different idea but probably and, and the excuse me the problem is that maybe i'm giving the american public too much credit but i maintain that the plan to put us under a secondary quarantine which mit basically said look a time of refreshing and all they're going to do is accelerate events and my sources tell me the next uh, bioweapon will be a variant, of, excuse me, not a variant, but separate and distinct from COVID-19 that will have the rabies uh, bacteria in it. And the thing is, is that it will be represented by people foaming at the mouth, etc. And as you know, that's the basis of the zombie movies and the zombie, um, if you will, viral war that takes on the world at that time and it's interesting to note that you know this i think you carried the article you wrote an article about it years ago about the zombie there's actually a zombie protocol in the u.s military so we're at now ladies and gentlemen i would say this a pre-war situation that's going to be painfully obvious i don't know where the first shot will be fired but i will tell you this dave and i'm on record and i was told this by multiple sources we will have almost an instantaneous draft of both men and women, because if you look at all the un unemployed young people, the 40 million unemployed people who lost their jobs, and quite candidly, I don't believe they're coming back. You cannot destroy the agricultural basis of this country. You cannot destroy the financial basis of this country. They have been at war with the middle class, and in my opinion, they have assassinated, soon to have annihilated the middle class. I would totally agree with you and the middle class, you know, just the unemployment rate. Steve, this is a third grade math problem. At the time the coronavirus was announced, it was in America, we had basically 110 million full-time employed Americans. That means 30 hours or more by the Department of Labor standards. And we've serviced well over 38 million job claims. 
that that's about a 35 to 36 percent unemployment rate we are so being lied to just on basic math that people could just simply take two minutes research and do the math problem uh it's far worse than what people are telling although we've shown a little sign of life as things are reopening but i don't think it's going to be enough to make a difference because steve i'm sure you know about this um on one hand here with the national guard in arizona we sent nurses to new york city that were national guardsmen with minimal training yet we have 19 closed meat packing plants and farmers are just are slaughtering cows and poultry as a result pouring out milk and we're creating our own food shortage because we won't put the national guard in these plants to keep them going i mean is this a deliberate using food as a weapon strategy well absolutely we're being starved into submission and I think people need to understand something and really need to put two and two together. And you talk about basic math, two and two is still equal. And I think the problem, Steve, is that most people are not uh, focusing on what it takes, not only just to raise the animal, if we're dealing with animal protein or vegetables or whatever we're going to eat in our food chain and distribution, but they cannot uh, a reference the time it takes from time being raised to time on grocery shelf. And the irony is when this whole thing hit, people were more concerned with what what was coming out of their body as opposed to what was going in. Trust me, I would have rather had a, a, a grocery basket full of meat and uh, you know canned meats, etc., than having a whole uh, a gluttonous portion of toilet paper. Somebody once said, I think it was Celeste, you put up a uh, a recipe for toilet paper stew and, and driving the point home people don't think and they don't understand that you know they, and this is something I think you and I spoke about on a show maybe but 60% of all food goes into the restaurant chains yes and, and so the problem is is that with the restaurants closing you know when we say starved into submission and i'm sure you've got no it isn't that bad hodges it's not that bad quail blah 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 hey wendy's and mcdonald's are both on record as having to ration their burger and you know when when wendy's uh old commercial uh, was, was said what where's the beef now they have to say there's no beef but we got chicken what happens when they say there's no chicken and i can tell you this that there is now a poison being added to the chemtrail spray that's literally poisoning the ground. It turns into almost a purple crystalline structure. And Celeste Solomon has done a fabulous job on showing people, telling people with even photographs of what happened to her garden, but it's happening across the United States. These are evil entities. These are supernaturally wicked fallen angels and their demonic hellspawn that are out to kill every man, woman, and child. The Four Horsemen, I'm on record, I don't apologize. The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse are, are beginning their gallop across the earth. And Dave, we're seeing famine, we're seeing record hail, you know, bowling ball-sized hail that's 16 pounds. And I think that probably most people don't understand that the devil jumped the gun and the final plague was the death of the firstborn, but they did that years ago, decades ago, when they started the abortion, the slaughter of the innocents. And all abortion, pretty much I think it's 99% of the young people that were aborted were the firstborn. So what I'm trying to tell people is the next plague, and the locusts will increase, I'm told in the desert southwest, and I 
you know, I can tell you this, I've flown over a whole lot of desert in the last couple months, you know, photographing, but the great locust plagues of history have pretty much uh, laid enough eggs that should the right conditions happen, we will have a locust plague. And, and by the way, if you look at the, uh, uh, if you look at how little water is in Lake Powell and the Colorado River, good luck floating it. I can share this with you that it is so low that when California had its housing boom, they're sucking the water out of uh, Lake Mead and also Lake Powell, and there is no replenishment of it on site right now. So the 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 drought, the famine, and you know the scripture says, "And men repented not." There is no going back. You know, when you're starving, okay? When you're starving, you can't think right. And so the elite have one goal in mind. You've covered it all the years you've been on talk radio. I have to. That decimation of the Earth's population. Bill Gates has done more to validate Bible prophecy, to shut the mouths of the people with their charts by saying, you will not be able to travel, you won't be able to buy, sell, you won't be able to do anything without his biometric tattoo. And it's an interrogation tattoo that will be unique to each person's individual DNA. I don't think people understand it, but the literal double helix of life, and in those who are fallen angels spawn, it would be the triple helix, to, to not enough time to go into that, but that they literally are taking us apart on a genetic level. And at some point, when we have to decide voluntarily to take the mark, remember, voluntarily to, the, to them means they will force you into taking it or you will not be able to buy, sell, rent, or trade. You won't be able to travel. You won't be able to hold a job. What happens to your life insurance policy? What happens now? This is what Gates is talking about. And oh, by the way, he's not happy with 7 billion vaccines. He wants 14 billion. Yeah, you really laid it out right there. And it's a pretty dynamic, serious sentence. But uh, Bill Gates is, I still think he's a stooge, but he is a director right now. He is controlling the country, no question. Fauci has been running the country up until the last few days, and, and Gates runs him. So you're absolutely right. Um, do you agree with this statement that the long-term economic damage is going to prevent the United States from fighting a sustained war because we can't convert peacetime industries that are destroyed into wartime industries? Absolutely. Our manufacturing base was destroyed. I think what was how much money did, for instance, General Motors has always been a major defense contractor. And uh, somebody sent me, and I didn't know the numbers, but I think they said like we gave china so much money uh to move all of our plants over there uh meaning to china that our even our defense capability in this country our steel plants are shut down you know the whole thing is going on dave so we are we are as vulnerable as you can be and yet i would say this after everything you say and after everything i say america as a nation has repented not instead of you know maybe having a little self-introspection saying how did this country ever get to this people were trying to do stupid youtube postings they were trying to do faces of death book postings they were trying to sing songs literally seriously I, and i said this and i likened it to people who are up against a wall they are going to be shot at a firing squad and they think if they close their eyes and sing songs that somehow the bullet will escape them and that's how i would liken uh, America under shutdown. 
you know, we're, we're, God gave us time. God gave us time to consider our ways. And I say we forfeited that time. And still, there's no call on a national level for repentance. There's obviously the desire that a political solution can be arrived at, uh, you know, uh, to a spiritual problem. And look, you know, Dave, we're seeing all sorts of stuff like we talked about at Branson a couple of years ago. You know, obviously the aliens are filling the headlines, the, uh, the stories of people seeing weird stuff in the deserts of the desert southwest, especially the Four Corners, uh, the uh, prevalence of Bigfoot sightings, uh, the amount of UFOs globally. And I'm not talking about Elon Musk's or, you know, his uh, Starlink. I'm not talking about that. We're really uh, having a problem now that there's so much beyond the normal scope of people's ability to cope and to even reference. When you can't reference, you can't cope. And when you can't cope, uh, the psychotropic drugs that are being prescribed are off the charts. So we become basically to mentally addicted and, how should I say this, emotionally assuaged individuals that once that's cut off, I'm just calling this the whole thing. I'm calling it the zombie protocol of the end times. And I don't know that I can define it any better than that because you've got zombies. You've got zombies on the mainstream uh, news. They repeat the same headlines. They repeat the same bylines. You've proven it. I've proven it. We've written about it extensively, spoken about it until it's almost ad nauseum. But if you look at the ownership of the MSM, now we've got Fox turning into the fox in the hen house. And I think, again, people don't understand. It is written, this is going to happen. And people somehow believe that the United Nothings and the World Hell Organization, because that's what who is, the World Hell Organization, or the wicked, uh, uh, a wicked hell organization, that's my opinion. I, I still think that uh, somehow people believe the panacea is when Lucifer comes on the planet rules from planet earth but everything dave in my opinion is being staged for world war three in order in order to bring about the man of peace the antichrist but before they allow him to appear on the scene they want as many people dead in this next war as possible and china's playing into their hands russia's going to play it smart russia's going to wait for china to launch their first strike because russia ultimately they understand China's manifest destiny, according to the Chinese and General Hao Tian. Did you you printed that last uh, statement that Jeff Knife was or not statement, but the article where he's saying it's it, the Chinese military is on record. They will they 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 have no hesitancy. Forgive me for my speech. They have no hesitancy to kill every man, woman, and child in the U.S. It's their destiny. Yeah, I said that last July. That was part of that Wee Fang speech. Um, You're you're exactly right. I want to go back to something you said earlier, because I think this will tie together a lot of the things that you're covering. You talked about the chemtrails that are poisoned, uh, and you talked about a strange residue it leaves on the ground. What is this accomplishing, and what's the long-range goal of it? Well, it's famine. It's poisoning all of the vegetable crops and anything that grows in the ground from, uh, you know, fruits to nuts. And when humans ingest it, now get this, here's the sick, and I'm sorry, but when I use the term bastards, I refer to the bastards as the fallen angels offspring. The giants are the bastards. That's what God called them 
in the Book of Enoch. But they're totally consumed with destroying humanity off the face of the earth. So if you can't stop the food from growing, you basically poison it. Let's just imagine this. This is going to be worse than a Roundup, glyphosate, and every poison you could think of, whether it's arsenic, strychnine, you name it. But this is a mutagenic, uh, a chemical slash uh, almost like a hybrid uh, poison slash virus that's affecting the plant. But what's interesting, this is really what has got my attention, because it's crystalline in nature, it's, it's, it's like the Andromeda strain of Michael Crichton's book of well, yeah, 40 years ago or whatever. It's also what's fascinating about it is the harmonics of crystals. You wouldn't have radio if it wasn't for the old crystal radio. So the, the um, if you will, the impartation of a crystalline uh, pathogen, and by the way, a prion, mad cow disease, Kreisfeld Jacob disease, that is a crystalline structure. All of that, by the way, came by way of cannibalism in New Guinea, and the U.S. military went and developed weapons based on what's called Kuru, and they've been testing that for the last uh, 20 years. So the point, maybe, I'm sorry, take that back, probably the last 40 years. And so now we've got something happening literally on the fields that used to be, you know, amber waves of grain. And this is why you don't have to worry uh, if you're in different parts of the world for you won't you won't see Russia allowing chemtrail spraying because again the agenda and here's the thing Dave I think we need to re uh, restate every single time we have voice the agenda is the total annihilation of pretty much six and a half billion people on the planet by whatever means and by whatever is available at the time and if they don't in and if they don't have it at the time excuse me they'll uh, invent it for just a, a, a short period of time after that uh, I know uh, I, I know you covered yeah boy there's so many directions I could take that comment um, l- let me ask you this way how would you anticipate short-range goals of the Chinese and I think we know the long-range extermination but what do you think their short-range goals are going to be I think they're going to take Taiwan. The question is, I think they're going to initiate against India. And, and India is, is troublesome because Pakistan will side with China because obviously Pakistan doesn't love India and vice versa. The, the question is, how can the United States come to the aid of Taiwan, Japan, India and some of the other nations we have defense treaties when we don't even, we can't even put our four aircraft carriers into the biggest theater. And, and aircraft carriers aren't the solution. Obviously, a submarine or a hypersonic torpedo takes them out in a heartbeat. Also, it's my contention that all of Tesla's weaponry is in use right now. As you and I spoke when you had me on years ago, well, actually, years ago, uh, that's a true statement, but in 2019, right after the Ridgecrest earthquake, we had a systematic uh, triangulated attack on one of America's most secret bases, the underground base at China Lake, was so vast and so complex that most people didn't know about it or don't know about it, but China Lake sits on a 275 cubic mile magma uh, chamber, and by the way, now we're seeing the same attack in the area of uh, Area 51, S4, the secret bases, Nellis Air Force Base, its tunnels. All this stuff is in Nevada, and they've had close to 4,000 earthquakes, 
that seemingly have a unique signature. You can tell when there is a earthquake weapon, they do exist. People can go look up earthquake patents, you know, and the HARP technology, but HARP is only one of 200 different uh, weapons technologies. And by the way, under Bill Clinton, the traitor, we, we, he, not we, he gave China our most top secret patent library, our most top secret patent library. He also was the one that gave China the technology to even acquire intercontinental ballistic missiles through L'Oreal Satellite Corporation. So the question, Dave, is what will it take to wake people up? China is going to go for Taiwan. China is going to coordinate, my guess, with North Korea. The question is, what will the Japanese do? What will the Chinese do? Because they're in the sights. If anybody's familiar with the history of China and Japan, even not just prior to World War II, but feudal Japan and feudal Korea, I mean, they, there's no love there. They're not buddy buddies, you know? And the thing is, is that now we've got the whole world in upheaval. So it's the devil is orchestrating, in my opinion, a, a global war in order to have this guy come on the scene, the Antichrist, which means in place of Jesus Christ, to bring peace. But the price of peace for the Christian, if a Christian accepts the mark of the beast, the question is, is everything right now the mark of the beast? Not in my opinion. You have to have the beast, and that would be the Antichrist, uh, calling for the voluntary. God is not going to allow his people to take anything unknown. That would valid, excuse me, that would make invalid free will. And there's people that will argue about free will. But in, you and I both know there are pastors out there who are saying we're all going to be raptured before the tribulation. And I have come against the word the in front of tribulation. Jesus never used the in front of tribulation. He said great tribulations, plural. All three times in the book of Revelation, there is no the in front of great tribulation. So by putting the tribulation into a specified time away from contemporary events, in my opinion, has blinded so many Christians to the lateness of the hour and contemporary prophecy that a lot of people are going to turn away from their faith. And I've said this for 48 years, and from the days, I'm telling you, of my early beginning as a child of the living God, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, that it will be faithless Christians, or in name only, Christians in name only, Sinos, who will demand the execution of those who are truly walking with Jesus. Because they're going to feel so betrayed when things that they were told would never happen to them. And there's big name uh, pastors now saying, hey, this isn't great tribulations. Guys like Quayle are, are leading you straight. Well, I'll tell you what, then explain to me one simple word in the New Testament, overcome. And Jesus talked, he will give the crown of life to them that overcome. Our brethren around the world are being slaughtered, yet the Christians in America just seem to basically not even care, or they'll pay lip service. The Chinese, many of the Christians who, who lost their lives, many of them burned alive in the ovens, you know, and people, people just don't believe it. The problem is unbelief is rampant in anything pertaining to God and his commands and his demands for a nation to be blessed. When we honored God, we were blessed. Doesn't matter what the hypocrites in the mainstream media say. Doesn't matter what the Democrats, and by the way, you know we've got a plague now of four-legged rats, you know, turning on each other and cannibalizing each other. I tell people that I believe that's the Democratic national mascot now, <laughs> cannibal rats, and I stand by 
And then I shouldn't be laughing because it's funny on the surface, but there's a lot of truth behind that. Yeah. And then we've got the Republic rats, Republic rats, and they're just going along because they want to take the crumbs that follow from the uh, Democrats' table. So we're being devoured, Dave. And that's, I think, literally, this may really flip some people out, but the nation as we know it is being devoured alive in front of all of our eyes, and we sit passively, and, and the majority of people sit passively, locked in their home under a freaking quarantine, and the quarantine, you know, no herd immunity, and look at how they destroyed the country. You can argue, if, if the whole coronavirus is fake, the results are the same as if it isn't. So both sides of the equation can quit arguing. Our country has been brought to its knees. Our food manufacturing is non-existent. The distribution network, you gotta have food to distribute. The import exports, we're seeing so many people cutting their wages and I made this statement and I stand by it. We will never go back to normal. You know I said that in 2019. The word normal's gone forever. And when you cannot have a footing for a previous mindset lifestyle, it's destabilizing. How many, and I tell you this, it destabilized everybody's routine when you had to stay in your house or this, that, or the other thing. I think the next time, and I pray that God opens the blinders on the eyes of our heart and the eyes of our understanding, the next time it's going to be more draconian. And then if there's a reprieve, but I think come July, mid-July, because of the occult forces, because of the UN pandemic bonds, I think mid-July going into the fall will just be nothing but chaos. You cannot destroy Main Street. You cannot prop up Wall Street. And these guys are devouring mom and pop. It was just like the post office. If anybody's watching the post office, you know, the first thing that Bezos has to do, he needs to pay his fair share. And I don't care how many packages he, he ships out. And he's going to be the world's first trillionaire. And I will tell you this, the cost in human lives will be unbelievable. And we are a convenient society, convenient society. We are a, a narcissistic, amnes amnesiac, uh, maybe that's, is that the right word? And That's the right word, yep. Amnesiac society, mm -hmm. when you divorce a people from their roots through modern education and through modern pollution, the Marxists are happier. We've got obviously Saul Alinsky. You know, if he were uh, running for office, he'd be elected. We have everything that our culture has stood for, as Michael Savage says, borders, language, culture is all under attack, all destroyed. And I leave, you know, this part of our talk, Dave, the scripture says literally, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And it also says, when the wicked rule, the righteous mourn. And I'm telling you point blank that we are in the most precarious and perilous time. And it's, I call it God's momentary, momentary mercy, granting us one more period of time, short as it may be, to repent and call upon him. The Christians don't think they need him. Well, I'll tell you one thing, when if, if Christians don't believe that this country is capable of doing what the Syrians experienced Christians, being cannibalized, literally hung in the meat markets uh, in Syria, if people don't believe that the cannibalism that's in the headlines now is psychologically preparing people, if famine and obviously 
food shortages. In essence, you know, taking your neighbor to lunch, unfortunately, in the years ahead is going to have a whole different meaning. It'll be taking your neighbor for lunch. Yeah, exactly. That's So what would you advise people to do at this point? Well, first of all, there's no wisdom any man can give another man, say the, the living God. God says, if any man lacks wisdom, and by the way, I'm not ashamed of saying, look, the times we're in are so perilous that you can't afford to be careless. And I'm, I'm saying, if God promises in his word, the Bible, that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Uh, in Proverbs 8, Jesus is literally the wisdom of God. We're told that in the New Testament, and we're, it's detailed in the Old Testament, Proverbs chapter 8. There has to be an acknowledgement of the dire straits we're in. But I can only say this, Dave. I know there are a lot of people quoting 2 Chronicles 7.14, still hoping the nation will turn around. But most of those people I've known, there are exceptions. I just want to tell you something. Most of those people, when I pose the question to them, have you repented for your own evil? When there's silence, I know the answer to that. No, they haven't. So unless God grants a spirit of repentance followed by a supernatural revival, we've been in this predicament before, but I believe that the reason, you know, that people say, well, I have always thought that Jesus is coming back in their generation. Yeah, but it wasn't time. Now, when you look at the genetic modification of humans, one of the questions I get answered or asked the most, and I try and answer the most is, at what point, if a person's being genetically modified by a chip they take that's got nanobots, nanotechnology, and a third strand of fallen angel DNA, at what point do they cease to be human? And I have an answer for that. At the time, they can no longer call upon the name of the Lord for mercy. Because you saw the Defense Department, they're trying to, uh, the, the illegitimate, uh, you know, uh, sons of hell that some of them are, they're trying to literally find the part of the brain or the pineal gland or whatever they think it is to destroy man's God consciousness. They're literally trying to take the conscience away from humanity that God put in us as kind of a navigation beam towards him. And if people can't see that for what it is, why would they do that if God was not real? And this is the atheist argument. There is no God then why do so many of you who are atheists, why have you embraced Satanism? And it turns down to this. The occult is absolutely exploding because the occult has a functional power. It's not righteous, it's not holiness, it's usually control, domination, and uh, death over under other individuals. I've talked to wealthy, wealthy guys who by their own confession with, with Illuminus, they were in the Illuminati and they basically said, point blank, when it gets to be that you have so much money, it's never about money anymore, Steve. This is the exact words one of them told me. It's all about control. It's all about playing God because his words, we believe we are God. So isn't that interesting, Dave? And well, they, believe- they've taken over God-like powers. I think there's no question about that. Yep. Um, but it's the great deception in some ways because that power does not come from God. Right. It, it, and that's exactly it. The church is not to be powerless, but to a large extent it is. Jesus basically told the disciples, even after they had walked with him, to go and carry in Jerusalem until the promise of the Father would be given to them. And they're in the upper room, and then all of a sudden, heaven's promise is fulfilled. Uh, You know, fire literally from heaven sits on their heads. And those men who were cowering in fear, waiting for something from God, went out and turned the world upside down. 
the unfortunately, if it weren't for the, I make this state. If it weren't for the praying women of America, I doubt there'd be any men in America. I would agree. Totally agree with that. The women are taking the lead. The men are cowering behind their increased levels of estrogen. Yeah. This this is going to have to be an ongoing discussion that we have intermittently because it's like we, we're we're at a natural break point because I want to talk about the conference a little bit, but I don't feel like we're anywhere near being done, and I don't know that we could be. But uh, I, uh, first of all, I want to ask you on a personal note: um, How is Celeste doing? She's doing better. She's recovered, and uh, you know she's in the process of healing. But I mean, you you heard the story about them stealing her computers. Yes. And she was the first to articulate and identify this strange purple uh, uh, structure that poisoned all our vegetables. It also really wreaked havoc on her uh, pulmonary system. And it's by the grace of God, I believe that the grace of God and the intercessory prayers have kept her alive. There is a orchestrated uh, effort to destroy her because listen, she's got the goods. You've interviewed her enough. Yes. You know, you can tease and call her the document lady, but I mean, there's very few people that walk in that level of understanding with the access to the database. And one of the things they robbed from Celeste database or I think an external hard drive where she kept all these documents. Fortunately, she remembered it. The locals in law enforcement up there are no help, okay? They, I don't know if they just are incapable, and I believe they are, but also, you know what? When you're persona non grata, your value as a human being diminishes greatly. And that's what Jesus said, that there'd come a time when they, excuse me, kill you and believe they're doing God a favor. So to answer your question, she's alive by the grace of God. She's in a healing mode. And I wanna thank everybody that prays for her and that literally supports her and because again when she's telling you this stuff and dave you know when it gets around to guillotines okay uh there are a minimum of 250,000 guillotines throughout the country and how i know that for a fact believe it or not is i was one of the first guys this isn't kudos for me or a pat on the back that the infamous long beach uh freighter that was offloading cargo when a whole crater broke open on the dock, it just so happened that one of my good friends that I grew up in the Lord with, we went to the same church, his brother was a longshoreman present at that time. I won't tell you his last name, but his name is Louie. He became a, a test pilot for Boeing. And so the thing that's fascinating to me is, again, who was it that wanted to use guillotines to cut off the heads? It was the Democrats, you remember that? Yes, I do. Who was it that wanted to use nukes against the Republicans? It was the Democrats. Who was it that made war on God? It was the Democrats. Who was it that went along with them? It was the Republicrats. Here's the thing. You can take a nickel, dime, quarter, and it's got two sides of the coin. And the problem is, is that everybody wants to side with a political party, but the Bible is very clear when God yields his or not yields, but he, he gives the cry, who is on the Lord's side, let him come to me. And we have the situation, Donald Trump has become, in my opinion, the prosecuting attorney, love him, hate him, but the polarization of this nation is, I think goes along with the word. And I wanna, you've allowed me to share it on your show many times before over the last five years. But again, I made the statement before it even happened that 
before God allows Russia and China to destroy the United States in a nuclear uh, attack, they are going to and we're going to wait. God would hold them off until America's leaders' sins were revealed to the people and the people's sins before a holy God. When you think about the disgusting sins that have come out of, of human sacrifice, of, of child cannibalism, when you think of everything that's gone on with crooked cops, the intelligence agency, treason, treachery, and the attempted overthrow of a sitting president, and still the swamp, it doesn't get drained. You can't hire, you know, alligators in business suits and then think that somehow you can drain the swamp. Even the president, in my opinion, has been idealistic, unrealistic, and it's my contention without going into detail, that my statement, those closest to you, do you? I would say this, some of the people closest to the president who are working behind, against him, behind his back, and you'd be surprised who they are. Well, yeah, I'm Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, his, his wife, uh, Trump's daughter has turned on him. I mean, that's who appointed the COVID-19 team who had all conflicts of interest. Every single one of them had a conflict of interest. Uh, a lot of it tied back to Bill Gates or some pharmaceutical company. So I, right. you're, you're absolutely right on the money with what you're saying here. Um, you said to me well over a decade ago, that there's probably no restoration for the United States, but individual salvation is possible. Do you still feel that way? I feel that way is even more pronounced than when I said it a decade ago. Because again, the scripture is very clear. And look, what do people acknowledge or who do they acknowledge as the ultimate authority over their life? It comes down to this, just as Caesar demanded worship of the state as God, the state will demand the worship of Christians. And if they don't, they'll lose everything, including their lives. But here's the deal. I believe God is promises. They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. That's in the book of Daniel, the Old Testament prophet. But I think we forget that war, a supernatural evil war has come against the foundations of this country. The devil himself is trying to destroy everything that's good. He's trying to destroy genetically humanity at the germ seed level. You, you broke. You spoke just a minute ago about too much progesterone, and um, you know estrogen in the water, and the uh, the chemical emasculation of males has been going on for at least thirty years. It really, it, it truly has. Hey, we're just right up against the end, Steve. But people can go to your website and click on the Gen Six link at the top right, right corner and order yeah. video on demand. Right. Yes, and, and, and Dave, I'll have to uh, answer individuals. It is under attack right now as you and I are recording this, okay? Oh, okay, okay. My, my gurus in the air flying between point A and point B. So I want to remind everybody that they can have access to video on demand for the next, you know, six months, let's see, June, July, August, September, next four months. And then people are ordering the, the DVDs, and the DVDs are going to be a light, source of knowledge and I'm telling people commit what the speakers say you may yes. not be able to receive it now but it will be tomorrow's headlines today and we saw that happen in the last Branson and again even as you and I are on the air tonight uh, it, it's 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 problematic it is, Steve, but I'll tell you what's problematic. We're right up against the hard break, my friend. Uh, we'll put something out on the website too when we publish this. Thanks so much for being with us. Okie doke. Take care, Steve. Bye.